Hi, and welcome today to another Gesher Galizia podcast. My name is Stephen Turner, and I am the president of Gesher Galizia. Joining me today is Darcy Stamler, treasurer of Gesher Galizia, and our guest, Ihor Perelman, the secular head of the Ivano-Frankist Jewish community, and Tetiana Yavrinitska, who is a school teacher and an interpreter who has been invaluable to us over the past several years in helping us communicate with our contacts in Ukraine. Ihor does not speak English, so Tetiana will translate for him. Please bear with us. We will try to make this as seamless as possible. Ihor Perelman is the secular head of the ivano Frankist Jewish community and works closely with Rabbi Moshe Kolesnik of the Temple Synagogue in that regard. The community is very active in caring for refugees, fleeing the fighting in Eastern Ukraine, and Ihor has been involved in purchasing and distributing aid with funds donated from the Gesha Galicia emergency campaign for the Ukrainian Galician Jewish community. Two weeks ago, while distributing some of that aid, he was attacked and stabbed three times. Thank God his injuries were not life-threatening. Tetiana is someone who I first came into contact with through the help she has given the Nadverna Shtetl Research Group. She lives in Nadvina, which is the current name of the town, and is the, in the ivano Frankis Oblast. My father was born in Nadvorna, and I founded the group in 2013. She has helped us greatly in dealing with the town and others in caring for the Nadvorna Jewish Cemetery. Darcy's family had been living in nearby Mikuluchin during the war, and Tetiana helped Darcy in constructing and placing a monument there to the Jews killed in the mass shooting during the Shoah. Let's get started. Okay, so now I'm going to start with some questions for Ihor. Is Ihor ready? Tatiana? Ihor, we are ready. Okay, this is going to be a little complicated because I'm going to ask the question in English. And Tatiana is going to ask Ihor in Ukrainian. And, you, and, and Ihor is going to answer... Tetiana in Russian, who will then tell us in English. So please bear with us, but this is a, a, a multi-nation, multi-language podcast. Okay, questions for Ihor now. <laughs> when my wife spoke to Rabbi Kolesnik after Ihor was stabbed, the rabbi said that there are so many refugees in this, in this city of ivano Frankist, and people are really going crazy. Would you say that it's Still the case now, Ihor? Ihor, Stil питає, що коли з вами стався цей інцидент, дружина Стіва позвонила Ребе Колеснику спитатися за ситуацію з вами, і Ребе пояснив, що в місті дуже багато біженців. І від цієї ситуації в країні все просто дуже напружене, всі ніби сходять з розуму. Чи ви би підтвердили цей факт, що це дійсно так, така напруга ситуація? Ні. Ну. Ну, окей, я зрозумів це. Окей. 
<laughs> it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Now, we know that the airport in Ivano Frankis was attacked by Russian missiles. Has there been any other recent attacks by the Russians in the Ivano Frankis area? Також відомо, що російські бомби збивали аеропорт Франківську. Чи відомо, чи були якісь нещодавно знов атаки, спроба його бомбардувати? Ну, в ближайшее время, вот за последнее, за последнее время, то есть было несколько попыток, но они были, были пресечены сбройными силами Украины. Угу. То есть сработало ЗСУ здорово, и как бы, то есть никаких, будем говорить так, пошкоджень и что-то такого не цени, ни, ни, ничего не получилось у русских. So Igor says there were a few attempts of the Russians to bomb the airport again, but the Ukrainian uh, military uh, men managed to prevent this, and they hit the bombs while they were flying, so there right. were no strikes right. Right. at the airport. Has the free, have the frequency of air raid sirens been reduced, and do people get less nervous when they hear them now? Ігоре, чи зменшилась кількість повітряних сирен, тривог в місті, і чи люди перестали менше стресувати по поводу цього? От ти ж, Таня, приїжджаєш в город. Наоборот, смотри, за вчора, за сьогодні, за цей, наоборот, как бы... Збільшилась. Сейчас нет такого, що, допустим, воздушна тривога, повітряна тривога, конкретно в Івано-Франковській лігі. То есть об'являється тривога по всій Україні. І независимо, куди воно полетить чи чого, тривога об'являється по всій Україні. Естественно, сразу транспорт весь прекращає движение, магазини все людей эвакуирують. То есть вот как метро, так там есть бомбоубежище, всех сразу бомбоубежище. То же самое во всех закладах низких и таких. То есть однозначно прекращается движение, прогулки, ну, народ относится, кто-то серьезно, кто-то к этому делу так, шуточками, шуточками, думаю, что это все игрушки еще. Ну, не зменшилась их So Igor says that the frequency of air sirens did not reduce, but nowadays when we hear the air sirens, it means uh, it goes off on the whole territory of the country. And when this happens, many people uh, rush to the bomb shelters. Um, some people take this really seriously. They feel really scared. Um, some people don't take it really seriously. So let's say there are two ways people um, treat this, accept this. Thank you. Thank you. Darcy? Okay, um, so Ihor, uh, we learned from the rabbi a few, that a few weeks ago, there were approximately 40,000 refugees in the city of Ivano-Frankivsk. Um, how many do you think there are in the city now? Has that number been reduced by much? Has it grown? Do you have any idea about the number of refugee, Ukrainian refugees now in the city? Дарсі питається, що 
Вони, коли розмовляли з Ребек Колесником кілька тижнів тому, він казав, що в місті знаходилось близько 40 тисяч біженців. Чи зараз кількість їхня зросла чи зменшилась? Збільшилася. So, uh, the... Yes, there is a number of refugees. Doing, so you got to explain that. <laughs> the number of refugees um, has increased. Has increased. Okay. Yes. Got By it. a lot. By a lot. На на дуже сильно. Ну, я не могу сказать насколько. Вот сегодняшний пример, сегодня пример. Сегодня у меня при поддержке благодарного фонда Life Changer, это израильского. Значит, они для переселенцев и до цей, ну, выделили там энное количество, энную сумму, чтобы помогать переселенцам. Вот сегодня утром с 10 часов, с 10 утра, я не преувеличиваю, до 11 в течение одного часа на ровном месте 5 семей из Харькова. За час mm-hmm. пять семей из Харькова, это которые приехали в течение суток. Okay. Все евреи с документами. Возраст, возраст от 22 до 87 лет. Mm-hmm. So Igor says, um, today uh, he, uh, the, uh, he can give an example that um, from 10 a.m., Till 1 a.m. within one hour, they received five families from Kharkiv, all Jewish, age from 22 up to 87. So the amount of people is increasing who are okay. coming to Ivano-Frankivsk. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Um, what What is the feeling in the city these days? Um, do people go to work? Is there any kind of normal life that is happening taking place? Яке зараз відчуття в місті? Чи люди повертаються до нормального життя, ходять на роботу, живуть звичним життям? Як вони себе поводять у Франківську? Ну, Франківськ, Франківськ живе, будемо говорити, мирною життю, мирною життю. Ну, всі, як говориться, ну, на бойовому бойовом посту. Тобто магазини працюють. Mm-hmm. Предприятия, какие по возможности есть, работают, особенно те, что какую-то оказывают ЗСУ и все остальное работают. <coughs> То есть есть какая-то часть, это в основном частные предприниматели, ну, которые из-за этого все пострадали не могут тянуть бизнес, закрыты. А так сказать, что ну, ты же в городе бываешь, видишь, что, есть, что у нас прям тут такая страшная беда нельзя, потому что ну, сильно Европа помогает увидеть с Польши, с Германии. С Австрии, Испании, Италии помощь идет. Просто не, не ну, будем говорить, не всегда эта помощь, ну, будем говорить, как бы нельзя говорить, отдаренному коню зубы не смотрят, но ну, есть просто люди хотят помочь. Ну, вот собачий корм. Зачем нужен собачий корм вот сейчас в войну, скажи мне, здесь, в Ивано-Франковской области. Нам такую помощь предложили, мы просто взяли, я нашел. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so Igor says that um, people in Ivano-Frankivsk are trying to live peaceful life. Uh, it means they're trying to do their normal things, but at the same time, they're always alert. Um, 
he also says uh, that uh, all enterprises, businesses, uh, especially which give aid or help to the Ukrainian soldiers are working. Of course, small businesses um, are closed, which uh, could not survive the economical situation in the country at the moment, so they are closed. But those which can work, they, they open and they work. And Ira says, uh, this is also with the help of uh, from Europe. Um, and uh, I can add for myself that in Nadvirnam, people also try to live their normal life. My mom goes to work every day, um, but they have this shift work on weekends because in the building where she works, there is a bomb shelter. So it has to be open 24 seven. So um, all people who have jobs, they go to work, all the enterprises, businesses, establishments, shops, supermarkets, banks also open. So I have another question related. Um, what is happening to the pricing, the price of goods? Is it significantly rising? Um, can you both Ihor and yourself talk about that? So Ihor, Darcy asks, what is the price of the price? Is there a lot of Дуже да. сильно поднялась да. за останній да. час. Есть, yes. есть, есть некоторые товары в два раза, в два с половиной раза. Mm -hmm. So Igor says uh, that yes, uh, even some products, the prices of some products um, has been doubled. Uh -huh. And is it hard to get items? Важко дістати продукти. Ну, нельзя сказать, все равно есть друзья, помогают. Ты что, аж с Одессы заказываю, чтобы пришло. То есть вот практически, допустим, вот смотри, вот гречка пропала полностью. Дефицит. И вот если как по ценам, если она стоила там 40, 39, 40 гривен, сейчас 70. So Игорь says, well, there are still... Actually, let's say most products are available. If something is uh, not available, we can order, for example, Igor says he can order some stuff from Odessa. And uh, regarding the prices, he says, for example, buckwheat, um, a, a well-known buckwheat in Ukraine, he says the price, it used to be 40 hryvnias per pack. Now it's 70 hryvnias per pack. Wow. What, what is that? What is that object? What is it again? What's buckwheat, that? I think. Buckwheat. It's kind of a grain, popular grain in Ukraine. Buckwheat. It's called buckwheat. 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 Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Tatiana, I have some questions for you now. Okay. I know from speaking to you lately, we're in touch from time to time. You said that everybody's nerves were on edge in, in that Verna. Would you say that it's gotten any better after the Russian retreat from their loss in the Battle of Kiev? Um, well, I can't say so. The thing is, many people that I know, my friends and acquaintances, left Nadvirna uh, and they moved to Poland because of the air sirens and the threat we can expect from the Russian troops um, any moment. Uh, the thing is that there is no place in Ukraine that is safe. So we all understand this and we are always 
a lot. Even personally, um, when I hear a, a sound of an airplane or a helicopter, I become numb for a few seconds. I need to understand that, okay, it's probably our aircraft, <laughs> no need to worry. And especially during the windy, uh, in windy weather, sometimes it, um, I, I hear the sound of the wind and sometimes it seems to me that it's an airplane or some engine is working and I get really stressed out. A, a couple of weeks ago, uh, in the middle of the night, I just jumped out of my bed because I heard a horrible um, no, like explosion or something, but it took me like three seconds to understand that it was not a bomb. It, it just a wind, strong wind slammed the door of the lobby oh, of boy. the building where I boy. live. So I thought I was going crazy. Um, you know, with the time, I think I, um, I get used to it, but I really don't want to get used to, to eat and live like this. And I want to go back to normal life where I can accept the noise and I can understand there is no threat in it. Uh, it's just course. the noise. It's just the aircraft. It's just the wind. Right. Now, um, have there been any attacks in the Nadvina area? No. Uh, there have. Uh, as far as I know, no. But um, I heard from other people that there were uh, some missiles sent to Delatin and Pasichna. These are the nearby villages in Nadvirna. And of right. course, we have this uh, big uh, oil, oil plant in Nadvirna, which is being really well protected. Hopefully, hopefully it will be safe. Now, you said you told me before that you used to spend some nights at your grandmother's house because she lives in a more isolated rural area. Do you still do that? Uh, no, I stopped because it's quite uncomfortable to carry all my stuff from one place to another. Um, maybe because um, the thing is, uh, I switched off the air siren alarm application on my mobile phone um, because it stresses me a lot. So whenever I see the air siren, I, I can read a message on my phone. So I decided not to rush anywhere, not to hide anywhere. I'm, I'm really tired of living like this. So How is your grandmother? She's fine, thank you. Uh, she tries to visit us every evening, even, oh. even like this, yes, because we have five cats and she says uh, she learned a new word, cat therapy. So now she comes... <laughs> to get her cat therapy instead of watching the news on TV. So now she stopped watching the news and I keep convincing her every evening, grandma, we are waiting. So don't worry. Right. Yeah. Okay. Darcy. So have um, Titiana, what, what changes have you seen in the town of Nedverna? Um, and, and do you have, have you seen many changes, uh, I guess, in terms of the population makeup and do you see many refugees there? I do. I've noticed a lot of, uh, new people in my town. Sometimes it feels like I'm in, a, in another town. I'm not in my hometown because there are a lot of uh, unknown people, like refugees, strangers, uh, people um, that I've never seen before. Uh, many of them are mm, like uh, families with children, um, elderly people, people with their pets walking downtown. And uh, many people um, 
uh, renting um, the apartments in my town for their families. And some refugees do still at schools. So they have um, provided some bed space and some, some food space uh, for, for the refugees. So that some of them are living in schools in my hometown. Gotcha. And then regarding, you know, supplies and, and merchandise that, that, that's available in stores, are, is there enough to choose from in the stores? Are they fully stocked? Um, is it hard to get things? How, how is all that going? Well, what I've noticed in Advirna, um, from time to time, uh, we still can see empty shelves, but um, there is like, we are not panicking because we know we can get all necessary stuff, especially nowadays. At the beginning, it was tough because most shelves in most stores were empty. So it was pretty scary. But nowadays uh, we can get all necessary stuff. Um, something that is not enough or is missing can be um, brought to the stores uh, later. Like the yeah. shop assistants tell us, you can come another day or in two or three days and we'll get, get this stuff and you can come and get that. Gotcha, gotcha. And, um, and so you're, you're a teacher. I know you're ES, uh, English as a second language teacher there. Um, and my understanding, you know, from talking to you over the past couple of years, most of this is done online, right? As opposed yes. to in the classroom. How is, how is that working right now? Is that still going for you and, and the students and all? It is. It is going. And all the students nowadays don't go to school, don't have in-class learning, only online learning, because the refugees are living in schools nowadays. Mm -hmm. So all schools are working online. Wow. Okay, and then this, and everyone's getting their work done somehow. Uh, the the homework is. Uh, they are trying as much as they can. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I, I understand. Okay. And then, okay. in terms of, yeah, in terms of um, so you know, I think we were talking a little while ago about people who have left left uh, Nadvirna, um, have and some gone to Poland. Do you think they're there? People that you've known who have left Ukraine. Do you think they have left? for good or do you think they're just they're waiting mostly waiting it out um well my friends that i know um they just left because they were really scared they right. they left um um at the end of february or beginning of march uh they are planning to come back but they are not sure when exactly some are saying probably at the end of may but the others are saying probably at the end of this summer mm -hmm. Okay. okay, good. Right. Okay. okay, now we're going to turn to Ihor again and talk about uh, that terrible attack. Okay. 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 The first thing I want to say is that he scared the daylights out of us. Um, I was on my way to work two weeks ago when Darcy calls me and she says, did you see the news online? And no. I did not see it because I left for work and I didn't go online before I started to drive to work. And uh, the news was, she says, Ihor was stabbed and killed. You want to translate that? Yes, yes. So, Ihor, now we're back to you. Um, the situation was two weeks ago, when you hit you. Darcy called Steve when he went to work. І спиталася, Стіва, ти чув новини про Ігоря? 
Естів каже, ні, не чув. Дарсі каже, в новинах з інтернету сказано, що на Ігора напали і його вбили. І ми всі були просто в шоці. Well, so then, I mean, I got all shaken up. Darcy was all shaken up. And uh, she started to read the comments. This was a Facebook post that Ihor was killed, put up by our friend Vitaly, right? And, right. and she started to read the comments. And the, one comment said, but Ihor is okay. Go, what? Well, right, right, right. And, and what, what happened, um, and maybe Ihor, Ihor probably doesn't know this, and, and uh, Tetiana, I don't think you ever saw the original post on Facebook, um, but so uh, Vitaly had posted uh, in Russian that Ihor was attacked. And Facebook for the- And stabbed English, three times. Well, just mm-hmm. hang on. Yeah, I mean, uh, Vitaly had posted in Russian, in Russian language. And Facebook automatically translated it for English speakers. Facebook knows who speaks English. So the translation the English speakers received automatically was an incorrect translation. It translated as Ihor had been stabbed to death. Yes, I remember when you said that to me. Right, (laughs) right, right. You want to translate that for Ihor? Yeah. Yeah. Ігоре, значить, така ситуація. Дарсі побачила пост Віталія Камазіна російською мовою. І Фейсбук в Дарсі автоматично переклав з російської на англійську, де писала, що Ігора нанесли ножові поранення до смерті. І... І почали читати коменти Стів і Дарсі, бо коли вони почули це, то їх почало трясти мене теж. І вони кажуть, в один з коментів писали, що з Ігорем все окей, все добре. Right. Yeah. So, I, so what I did, so while, while I was on the phone with Steve and we're shaking in our, in our boots, uh, I, I found the original Russian post that Vitaly had made and I, I was able to, you know, get it uh, translated between my, um, you know, software program and my, and myself, you know, uh, and learn that, no, 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 he, he had been, he had been stabbed three times was what the post was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so first I want to ask you, how are you feeling? Yeah. So Igor says, all, all right, he feels all right, everything's behind. Well, does he all have any best. injuries that are concerning to him or the doctor? Uh, or any pain or anything like that? У вас такі поранення, що вам треба консультуватися в лікаря регулярно? Чи ви якийсь біль відчуваєте дискомфорт? Ну, я хожу, я вже два рази ходив на судебно-медицинську експертизу, що ви вже зняли що було нанесено там, ну, самі самі такі тяжкі. Угу. Тож ж ви зняли вже зі скопки, зняли тоже. Ну, на консультацію хожу раз в неділю, раз в неділю хожу. Окей. Його sees the doctor once a week. Uh, he has already visited the doctor twice on the matter and they have already removed the stitches on his wounds. Good. Uh, thank God the wound missed the carotid artery. And that yeah. just by a short, small amount, I understand. So God was looking out for Yehud that day. Okay. And so could, could, 
Ihua give a description of what happened that led to the attack? Ihua Raistu pytається, чи ви б могли пояснити, що сталося, що призвело до нападу? Ну, так сказав, без коментарів. Тут коментують, ну, чоловік неадекватний, чоловік Мішигін, ну, не все в голові, мабуть. Ну, як можна було, він же нічого не говорять, став наносити удари там с разными этими матершинными всякими этими словами в наш адрес. И он вообще думал, он когда его поймали через два часа, он же, то есть человек знал, на что идет, он спрятал нож. То есть нож потом нашли, но он спрятал водосточную трубу. Знаешь, mm -hmm. и то есть его когда поймали, спросили, ты знаешь, что ты сделал? Он говорит, да, я убил. Не сказал, что я его убил, так? Да. So Igor says that this man was totally and is totally inadequate. He started stabbing Igor without saying anything, and Igor says that when the police caught the man after two hours, the man had hidden his knife in the gutters. So when the policeman asked him, "Do you know what you have done?" He says, "Yes." I have killed him. Was, does Ihor think that anti-Semitism was involved in any way? Mm -hmm. uh, do you think that anti-Semitism was involved in any way? Do you think that anti-Semitism was involved in any Сейчас просто такое время, что просят просто ну, не раскручивать эту тему на, на этой почве. Знаешь, обстановка и так накручена, и чтобы не разжигать это. Конечно, если бы это было в мирное время, было бы все по-другому. Я бы это, конечно, раздул сильно. А так... Он знал, он знал, он знал, человек знал, что мы там делаем. То есть это же было как раз там, где мы кормим благодейными обедами людей, он знает, кто там ест. То есть человек, человек готовился, ну, ну как, если он, он обошел всю территорию, он посмотрел, где камеры, какие камеры, чтобы его не видно было. Mm -hmm. что, тут можно, что тут можно еще комментировать, говорить? Okay. So Просто Игорь... человек больной, ну, ну, по-другому у меня слов других нет. Okay. So to give comments on that a lot because he thinks that the man uh, is totally inadequate. Uh, but this man um, knew exactly what he was doing because he says that the man before the attack uh, had um, had a tool, like took a, took a look around the area where the aid was given away, like the place. Yeah, let me just interrupt. Excuse me, just to say that Ihor was attacked while distributing food parcels uh, to, to needy people in Ivano Franquise. And, and okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, so probably uh, Ihor says that the man knew the area and he checked where the uh, cameras were. And uh, so probably he knew what he was doing. Ihor says he's sure about that. So he stood inadequate. And what witnesses said that he was screaming anti-Semitic remarks during the attack. Стив каже, що свідки стверджують, що 
під час нанесення ударів він кричав антисемістичні, антисемістичні е, вигуки. Це правда? Так. Yes, так, так. Окей, я розумію, що це тривало, що це може бути, you know, you have to watch what he says now. Yeah, okay. You want to yeah. go ahead, Darcy? So speaking of that, um, we, so we, we know that um, the attacker is being held right now in jail. Duh. And um, when, when do we think the trial will be taking place? Uh-huh. Or is there a trial? What, 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 yeah, what happens next? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ну, ще, наверное, місяць суда не буде. Uh-huh. Я думаю, що ще буде тянутися. Ну, пару неділь точно. Сер, Ігор не знає, коли відбувається трій. Ігор каже, що людина вважає декілька лікарів, які працюють на його справі. І, можливо, вони вважаються ментально So Igor thinks that um, maybe in a month the trial will happen. And then who, who represents um, Igor? Is it the, the, does the city um, represent mm-hmm. Igor? Uh, Igor, who uh, represents the city in the city? Or is it a special person? No, we're a special person. Our advocate, a Jewish Okay, Igor is going to be is being represented by uh, by our person, Jewish, a Jewish okay. lawyer. A Jewish lawyer for him. Okay, gotcha. And then back to the city. Um, has the city come to Ihor to express their concern for Ihor? Any of the city officials, have they communicated to Ihor their, their concerns about what happened and, and hope for his well-being? Has any of that taken place on the part of the mm-hmm. city of Ivano-Frankis? Ihor, Darcy asks, is the city of Lada проявила якусь стурбованість до цього випадку, якось співчуття, допомогу в цій справі. Нікось це проявили? Ну, співчуття і цей регулярний дзвінки від всіх властей, допомоги, конечно, про яку допомогу може бути речь. Ніякої допомоги ніхто не цей, ну, дзвонять, спрашують власті, тобто починає мера, заканчує там і губернатор, і прокуратура і всі структури, тобто, как бы, ну, на нашій стороні, і, тобто, ну, будемо говорити так, морально підтримують всі. О, окей. So Ігор says that the city representatives support Ігор with their phone calls, checking up on him, how he feels. Um, he says all the official structures are on Ігор's side. And uh, uh, he has spoke, Ігор has already spoken to the mayor, to the um, Gubernator, like to, like all the officials of the city. Okay, all right. You know, and we 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 know that uh, I think it was about six months, nine months, somewhere in the past year or so. I know that, that we know that the city, I mean the the synagogue, um, had there was a um, 
security camera um, security cameras were set up at the synagogue uh, for you know for safety and so forth. And our question is, does Ehor think that you know, given that this was in there was some anti-Semitism as the basis of this attack, um, and given the current climate, given the war, given the you know number of refugees in the city and the whole situation, the whole climate, does Ehor think that the city? I mean, that I'm sorry. Does Ehor think that the synagogue is safe right now from potential harm, from potential you know bad actors? Mm-hmm. В даний момент синагога знаходиться в безпеці, враховуючи момент, що зараз війна, багато біженців в місті і встановили камери нагляду. Синагога в безпеці? Від таких, від таких ну, от, неприємностей, таких от людей неадекватних? Ну, Какая может быть? Ну, ну камеры, ну камеры стоят, все, ну и что дальше? Ну камеры есть, и что дальше? Нет уже у нас, никто не охраняет синагогу, нету, ну кто, ну что, ну, ну равин я в моем, равин вверху, я внизу, вот и вся охрана, ну кто? Вы же видели сами, что он сидит один в синагоге, допустим, никого нету, то есть мы, ну, ну вы же прекрасно же понимаете, ты, Таня, знаешь, что... У нас когда-то была охрана, когда было финансирование, когда можно было, чтобы какой-то security был на входе, и чтобы видел, кто заходит, кто выходит. Были электронные замки, это сломалось, это стоит кучу денег, но мы нереально, мы не сможем, мы это не потянем. И даже допустим, если поставить кодовый замок, ну, стоит кучу денег, кто его поставит. Чтобы Равин даже поставить этот домофон, чтобы Равин видел на двери, кто приходит, даже кучу денег где-то взять. Я считаю, что у нас вообще никакой безопасности в синагоге нет. И на данный момент... прекрасно видели, что днем может зайти кто хочет и, и подняться на момент... наверх Игорь, а на данный момент вы чувствуете себя в безопасности или все-таки небезпека, какая-то чувствуется? У меня есть друзья, я сам не хожу. Мы всегда, кто-то рядом есть постоянно. Но я, я даже не мог предположить, что в Ивано-Франковске может такое вот, чтобы на меня... Я мирный человек, я мирный. Okay, зараз це все перекладуть. Дорсі Стів, Ігор says um, that um, they do have the security cameras. Rabbi Kolesnik uh, has office upstairs. Ігор stays usually downstairs. So there, is, there are no other security guards in the synagogue and only the security cameras. So anyone can enter the building, leave the building. But Ігор says he's trying to stay with someone else not to stay all alone. And Ihor says he considers himself to be a peaceful, uh, nice man. And he would have never have we agree with that, that we something agree with that. could have happened to him in Ivano-Frankivsk. Yes. Now, Ihor uh, has a military background, right? He was in the army for many years. What was, what's his background? Ігор Стів питається, ви маєте все-таки якийсь воєнний досвід в житті? Ви служили в армії, так? Так. Yes, you have served in the army. Okay. Okay, so now uh, we'd like to wrap up by uh, talking about Passover. What kind of uh, plans are the, is the community making for Passover? Will there be a community seder? Is it, is it, are you able to get matzah? Um, 
Okay, Steve, uh, I'm not really aware of what this uh, terminology is. A Seder is, is, the, is the Passover meal. It's a community, you know, a Passover, meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can ask him about plans for Passover at the, at the temple. Yeah, if there are any plans right now for a community um, Passover gathering. Passover gathering for Passover, Passover, the holiday of Passover. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Igor, what are plans for Svata? Будем проводить, будем проводить четыре седра, все как положено будет в синагоге. Ну, вечером из-за комендантского часа ничего не будет, а в субботу первый седр в 10 часов собираемся в синагоге, все это народу будет, думаю, много, потому что очень много приезжих. И которые ну, хотят прийти, спрашивают мацы, мацы пока у нас еще нету, ждем. Но уже сок шмира есть, что-то купим, что-то будет. Ну, то, что вечер, вечером нет, из-за комендантского часа нет, а днем 4 седра будем проводить as usual, uh, but not in the evening hours because of the curfew hours. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And is it, are they able to get matzah? Matzah. Вы сможете отримати matzah? Ну, я жду. Обещают прислать. С Израиля обещают прислать. Еще прислать. Пока нет. Okay. Uh, it says they don't have it at the moment, but uh, they are promising to send it from Israel. From Israel. Okay. Yes. Wow. So, the, so Israel, the and probably... Yeah, and probably uh, some other place. Maybe Poland, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay, so I think that uh, this this went very well. And, and I want to wish Ihua uh, a Rafua Shlema, full Rafua Shlema, and Mazaltov, and uh, for Ihua. Chag uh, Sameach, Zisen Pesach. Ah, all right. <laughs> got his his kosher wine, so and a seder plate. Okay, very nice, very good. So, so well, the family. Oh, beautiful! He's showing us uh, some pictures from Passover. So the Perelman family will have a. A nice Passover seder. I'm just telling Darcy that that for Passover families get together and they have a seder. Well, they tell they tell the story of the Exodus from Egypt, uh, of the Jews when they were slaves uh, in Egypt. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a a holiday celebrating freedom, and oh. I want to say that tell the people that before we started recording, I asked Ihor if he had any questions and his question to me was, uh, when will we win? And my answer is, you, are, you already won. The question is, when will this end? And uh, we pray this holiday for all the Ukrainians and for peace and safety and good health for everything body and that this ends quickly. Tatiana, uh, uh, I know the Orthodox Easter will not be for a few weeks, right, Tatiana? When is uh, your Easter? April 20th, uh, April 24th. April 24th. So we wish you and your family safety Thank and a you. very happy holiday. 
and we wish all our friends of Geshe Galicia, Zizim uh, Pesach, and uh, Kosher Pesach, and uh, may you all celebrate with your families with good health, and uh, telling you that uh, we at Geshe Galicia are gonna try to keep you informed on the situation in Ukraine. And of course, we'd love to have anyone who's not a member become a member of Geshe Galicia. And I wanna make an appeal for our um, Ukrainian Jewish Galician fund that we have set up from Geshe Galicia. You could go to the homepage of our website and there's a button there that you could uh, uh, make a donation. And all this money gets spent with Jewish organizations in Ukraine in the former areas of Galicia. Um, Ihor has, and the Ivano Frankis Jewish community has received a donation from that fund. And Ihor has purchased supplies and food to help feed people with donations from that fund. And he was giving out food when he was stabbed. And uh, we all could, could use your help. And we thank those, the response who have already donated, the response has been fantastic. So I wanna thank everybody. And uh, if you have any questions, please write to info at geshergalizia.org. Thank you, Ihor. Thank you, Tatiana. Thank you, Darcy. And Chag Sameach, everybody. Chag Sameach. And Tatiana Ihor. Yeah, muy jelayam vam zdorovia i muy jelayam uspecho. Okay, Darcy, putting her Russian lessons to you. Darcy, what? Okay. Okay. Laila Tov, everybody. Very good. Thank you.